Cornerstone Conversations, having a chat with Neil and Matt. Hello, everyone. Hello, Matt. Hello, Neil. Here we are again. Hello, everyone. Here we are. And so, beautiful day up here. Lots of rain, overcast, cool. Beautiful. Beautiful. Looks quite dark outside. Yeah, it does. So, my daughter sent me a picture of Geelong and she sent me perfect day and it was sunny and blue skies and I sent her one back perfect day because up here rain overcast is perfect Mm, yeah it's nice and cool unless you're working outside I guess although it's not bad working outside in this sort of weather either true 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 unless you're trying to mow the lawn and then the grass is wet and it won't cut properly and it'll look terrible later on or poor concrete yeah poor concrete poor poor concrete (laughs) it's um yeah, poor, so poor it's, concrete. It's, it's What's that? Is that like a fruit-based concrete? <laughs> fruit-based concrete. <laughs> yes. Um, so, Matt, going yes. off the road this time of year. Going off road, yeah. Into the ditches. Big problems, right? Ma- yeah, major problems this time of year. Mm-hmm. If the road's even there, like, the, is the highway still cut? Is The, the highway Actually, has been yeah. cut. I don't know if it still is. Yeah, well, we had no food. It opened up. There was food in the, st- in the store. Yes, yes, shop. What's it called? The grocery shop. The supermarket. The supermarket. There had there was once again items on the shelves. Delicacies. Yes. Nice. Yes, there uh, was. So they're great, but it, it makes you realise how isolated it is up here, really. It does. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't have food for a bit. Well, there was food. That's a lie. There was no fresh fruit and vegetables. There was no fresh fruit and vegetables. Yeah. Um. I don't think there was much meat and stuff no, though either. Either, like yeah. uh, I didn't actually go, but mm. I heard rumors. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we survived. We survived. Whew. We're good. We're stronger for it. Yes. Yes. So, Matt, yes. ditches. Ditches. One of the ditches that I find we often have to, well, two of the ditches, sorry, we have to avoid are on the road about money and stuff like that. Um, and because I've been talking over the last few weeks like just really uh encouraging us to you know look to god for healing that he yep. is the healer wants to do yep. it yeah um talked about the brokenhearted how he wants to heal our broken hearts yes and that we should think about that and the other one is like what about money though is is god wanting us to increase um so the ditch is number one ditch is that god just wants you to be rich Yep. And, you know, you're going to grab hold of his promises and we'll look at some of the verses in a minute where we would be able to grab hold of that. Or, oh, no, God wants us to be poor because, you know, um, money's evil and it will make me walk away from God. So ditches. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the verse that I started with really points that ditch out. And that's in Proverbs and verse, sorry, chapter 30, verse 7 to 9. Yep. And it's one of the verses that I've looked at over the years and just thought, that's actually a good prayer. It's actually a beg in the version of the Bible that we read, the NLT. And the writer says, Oh God, I beg two favours from you. Let me have them before I die. First, help me never to tell a lie. Second, give me neither poverty nor riches. Give me just enough to satisfy my needs. For if I grow rich, I may deny you and say, Who is the Lord? And if I'm too poor, I may steal and thus insult God's holy name. Now, that sounds like a pretty good thing to ask, doesn't it, Matt? Yeah, it certainly does. Yep. Yep. But as I started really thinking about it, I was like, something just 
popped out to me and I was like, I don't like that that actually at all. I understand the the thought behind it, but I was yeah. like, this guy is struggling with his heart towards God, right? Yeah. So what he's saying that if he has money, he might walk away from God. If he doesn't have money, he might walk away from God. And so it was almost like there was this, it wasn't a trust in riches, but a fear yep. of money. Yep. You know, fear that, you know, if God does actually want to prosper me, then it's likely that I'll turn away from him. And we could very clearly say that's a truth, right? Yeah. So Jesus yep. warned against it. Yep. Um, when he was talking about it, he said, you know, not to put your trust in money. And he talked about how um, we, we should just be asking God for the things that we need. And then we read in other parts of the Bible where it talks about the rich people and how many people have pierced themselves with sorrows basically because they've chased money. Mm. And Jesus was like, hey, you should be content with what you have. Yeah. Um, and true riches is actually knowing him. Mm. Um, so much stuff about that, about the danger of when we start to follow after money, which um, we'll look at in a little while. So there's that side of the thing. So you look at those verses and we're like, man, having money is a bad thing. And then we can look at other verses that talk about God's blessing upon us. Um, you know, in Deuteronomy, the, the blessings from following after him, Deuteronomy 28, um, these are just some of the verses. The Lord will guarantee a blessing on everything you do and will fill your storehouses with grain. The Lord your God will bless you in the land he's giving. The Lord will give you prosperity in the land he swore to your ancestors to you, blessing you with many children, numerous livestock and abundant crops. The Lord will send rain at the proper time from his rich treasury in the heavens and will bless all the work you do. You will lend to many nations, but you will never need to borrow from them. And we can look at, you know, the the people of faith in the Old Testament, like Isaac, Abraham, David, Solomon, yep. where God totally blessed them because of their faithfulness with yeah. riches. And it even yep. said that um, God was the one who prospered them. And so obviously... In my mind, like God's not really interested whether we're rich or poor. Um, there must be something else along with that. Yep. You know, what's our heart towards that, really? And are we still dependent on Him for what we have? Mm. Um, so the prayers that we talk about, Jesus in Matthew six eleven, when He was giving us the Lord's Prayer, one of the things He said, "Give us today the food we need," and 633, seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need. So there's this whole sense that he will supply our needs. And I would just sort of like to discuss that with you, you know. like For me, it's like that's the baseline of what God will do for us. But I do believe that God wants to prosper us, to bless us, to bless others. And this is where your heart becomes involved. All right. Now, in saying that, um these two things this thing sorry these this thing that um rich and poor have in common is that god made them both yep it's not you know a disgrace to be poor it's not an honor to be rich it doesn't make you any better in god's sight or any less in god's sight but it's about working out what does god actually want from us and does it matter anyway <laughs> you know, in, in the end, doesn't really matter um, because our riches are to be stored up in heaven. But, mm. yeah, I, I guess, Matt, 
have you ever had any drama with prosperity? Um, not, uh, yes and no. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, I guess the, the challenge, the challenge is the heart behind it. You know, there's, there's, um, you know, I've heard, I mean, prosperity teaching is a, is a classic one that you hear in, in church circles from time to time. And, and it's like, you know, if, if you give this, then God's going to give you way much more. And, and then that becomes the heart behind why you're giving rather than giving out of a generous spirit and wanting to bless others and all that kind of yeah. stuff. So I have a real problem with that, that side of, you know, prosperity teaching where it's like you, you give to receive, um, not uh, give because that's what God's putting on your heart. I, yeah. I think there's, you know, it, it is when it is, you know, true, true and generous uh, honoring of others and honoring God with with finance and time and all that kind of stuff. Then, then you know, there is a blessing that comes mm. through that. But it, I, get, I think the the crucial part in all of that is it's not the it's not the driving like the the actual uh, reward is not the driving force behind yep. the action. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yes. it does. Is there, is there um, any drama then with uh, believing that God will honour the word? Like, let's just say, for example, Malachi, where he talks about, you know, with, with tithing, mm. um, something we do by faith, um, that he will open up the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing that you can't contain. Or what Paul wrote uh, in Corinthians, just about giving that God will, if you give, God will give you whatever you need plus more yeah to give to so i don't i don't think there's anything wrong with any of that and i think that is that is true but again it comes back to the the heart behind while you're doing it Mm. you know god god will will bless through our generosity yeah um and you know when when we use the the gifts and abilities and and resources that we have whether that's financial or otherwise uh, for for God's glory and, and His purpose, then then you know that's that's very much true. Yeah. Um, and I think that's that is His promise to us. Um, mm. And as we as we do that, as we as we work through that and experience that for ourselves, then it only um, challenges us to increase in our generosity. Yep. Uh, and you know to to be in that space of of continuing to to honor God through the things that we do. Yeah. And and as someone. On the outside looking in, that might look like, and I think I think that's probably where the prosperity thing whole doctrine comes from. Is that from the outside looking in, it's like, oh well, look, they did this, and and this is the result, and so therefore, by default, if I just if I just do this, if I just give all this or whatever, but the heart behind it is is for the reward, not for the honouring of God, then you know mm. it's not going to work out. Yeah, and I think too, like for me when I hear things like, you know, the the prosperity message, it straight away gives you a guilt, right? Yeah. That I shouldn't prosper because it's a prosperity message. Yet that's mm. exactly what the Bible says, that you yeah. will prosper. And, you know, even those verses we we read in Deuteronomy, it literally says that word. You will prosper in yeah. everything that you do. You will yeah. have cattle. You will have grain. You will have this. And, you know, they're, they're, therefore there becomes this fear that if we – uh, trust God and believe God for increase um, that sometimes that's almost like this guilt on us that you know 
we we shouldn't be doing that. We we should be, you know, not wanting money at all. Or even if if you think about just, I want just enough for me. Yeah. Like, you know, answer that prayer. I just want enough for me. Yeah. I just think that's quite selfish. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. Like, I think that's we shouldn't be asking for that. We should be asking for the opportunity to bless. Yeah. And to to be able to encourage others and, and whatever and through whatever resources that, that needs to do. It's not about us. It's about, um, yeah, that being able to have that generous spirit. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and for, you know, I, that, that reliance on self yep. as well, I think that's a really key thing. And, I mean, you talked about that on Sunday in terms yep. of the, the story of the, the rich young man who comes to Jesus and Jesus goes and says, sell everything that you've got. Mm. And it's not that that's a blanket rule for, for everyone, but that is that the, his money was what was captivating him. It was what was holding him. Yeah, it was holding him captive. It was what his, his whole life was built around, yep. building his wealth and whatever. And so it was like, you need, to, you need to let go of that so you can rely on me. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so there, so there is that, is that whether you have a lot or a little, there's that reliance on God. Mm. Um, and... You know the the resources the the reality is, and I think there's a verse that you you had in in your message here that talks about um, the fact that everything everything comes from God. Mm, yeah. Where's that? Let me the, see if I can find that. It's in Hebrews, I believe. Uh, Corinthians, one Corinthians four seven. Oh yeah, there we go. What do you have that God hasn't hasn't given you? And if everything you have is from God, why boast as though it was not a gift? Like there's just yep. this reminder that you know whatever we have, whether that's a lot or a little. You know, it all comes from God, mm. and it's not something that, you know, yes, God God enables us and gives us gifts and abilities to do the things that we do. Yeah. Um. But ultimately, you know, every, everything that we have comes from Him, and so, you know, it, we just need to be careful that that doesn't become the thing that we rely on. Yep. You know, that our our self worth and and our ability and all that is is what we are relying on, but rather relying on on God and wanting to honor and bless and be generous in the things that we have. Yeah, um, that's that's right. Yeah, and, and I guess like my thinking on the weekend was to just sort of really challenge us to put ourselves in a place where the blessing of God can prosper us. Yeah. Where it's not us relying on self and um, because we, we can't say that, oh, it's because of our righteousness or our goodness or anything like that or even because of our Christianity and God that... You know, we see people would get rich because that's never the point, mm. never the point at all. And we can see that there's a heap of people that don't follow God, don't love God, that act dishonorably and dishonestly that get rich. Mm. You know, they'll rip people off, they'll sell drugs. And, you know, I gave the example, you know, you see on TV news and some guy's been arrested for drugs and he's got, you know, $10,000 cash in his cupboard. Yeah. You know, there's people that have money from doing dishonest things. And so... This isn't never about that, but it's about are you willing to at least open yourself up to the idea that uh, when Jesus said he came to preach the gospel to the poor, that is to actually lift you out of poverty as well. Mm. You know, that, that's not actually God's plan for the world is poverty, which is why we, we you know, sponsor kids or give to missions or whatever it is where our whole thing is that the heart of God is to lift people out of poverty right yeah we don't want them to be poor 
No. But yet, at the same time, there's sometimes that mindset that, you know, poor is good. Mm. Well, then why would we want to take people out of their opportunity to be poor and have a lesser relationship with God? And so these are the things that go through your head because we can always go in the ditch, right? Yep. God just wants me to be rich. He doesn't want you to be rich. He wants you to be, he might want you to have an increase in wealth, just like he um gave more to the person who used their talents and their gifts for him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because he can trust the heart of that person. Yeah. Whatever they've been given, they're faithful in that right now. And that's part of what it is. So it's about learning to depend on God for what we have. And going back to that verse, you read out everything's from God. Mm. Our giving doesn't prove anything to God. So when I give it's basically saying I'm relying on you, God, not on myself. Mm. Because if I'm relying on myself for my source and supply, I'm not giving God anything. Yep. You know, I'm not giving him anything because everything I have comes from me. Mm. And so I have zero trust in God. I don't depend on him. And and to be honest, at times when you give to God, there is a sacrifice where it's like, I don't know if I have enough if I give to God. Yep. And what does that do? It teaches your heart to depend on him. Mm. Because I would have had enough if I didn't have to give to God. It's it suddenly changes everything in my mindset, and and the thing is, Matt, that it is very easy that once we have, that we forget about God and we yeah. we stop depending on Him. Yep. We don't need Him anymore. Like I don't know about you, but when you were probably a rich young man, eh? Were you a rich young man? Were you ever poor or broke? <laughs> when when my wife and I were first married, we yeah we were, you know. There was, there was moments <laughs> of uh, poor and broke, definitely. Yeah. Um, you know, I, not not so much anymore. But I mean, even I mean, even now, with with things the way they're going financially at the moment, you know, things are things are difficult. But there's definitely always been a reliance on God. You know, there's yeah. never been a there's never been a question of, you know, oh, let's not let's not give financially. Let's not mm. give from our time because we need more time for ourselves for extra jobs or you know, yep. to make extra money so that, you know, that that's never been um, something that, that we've even considered. That never gets taken off the table. You know, I even remember even even going through, like, loan application processes and stuff like that with, with people and they're saying, oh, well, you know, this, this this amount of money you're putting into the church and, you know, we'll, we'll take that off so that it doesn't impact your loan application. And I was like, no, that needs to... That's that's a non-negotiable. That stays there, sort of thing. So yeah, and and I guess that's, you know that's yeah. yeah. Sorry, no. Um, Keep going. Um, so you know, I think regardless of what we have, the, the importance is that reliance, the reliance on God. Mm. Um, you know, again, knowing that all things come from Him and and honouring Him with with what we have, and and you know, I think as we as we do that more, we recognise, and and it is that. It is that reward, that blessing that come, you know, that comes back, um, you know, whether that's, and that, that that that's a blessing that's not always financial either. That's you mm. know, that's it can be, you know, just just this incredible sense of peace and you know the the other amazing things that God gives for us, mm. um, you know, as as we do the things, as we listen to to His prompting, as we we, you know, use whatever resources that we have for His. His glory for His purpose, um, you know. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and it is a temptation, right? So um, that loan application thing is such a big thing, you know, and, mm. and you can see it 
in lots of different areas. So we could easily go, well, you know what, I'm I'm not going to trust God. I need a house. So the way to get a house is by not honouring him anymore. Yeah. It's not a good way to do things, no. like if you're a Christian. Mm. Um, it, it, it takes away from the blessing of God, that's what I'm saying. Like, So when we do things outside of whatever, and we can become rich by that, like I'm saying, you can become rich by being bad. Mm. You can become rich by being stingy, but it always carries some sorrow with it somewhere. Yeah. You know, someone's yeah. hurt. You might be hurt by it. Um, but other people get hurt. You know, there's sorrow when someone uh, is drilling for oil and they don't care about the environment and they pollute the waters of the indigenous tribe somewhere. Yep. There's sorrow because someone's chasing money. There's sorrow when you cheat and lie. There's sorrow, and even for yourself, you know. And to be able to come to a place where you're like, you know what, I'm chasing God before money and I'm going to trust God to supply my needs mm. when opportunities come up to chase money because they do like yep. there's plenty of things it could be a job you know you're in a great church you're growing and all of a sudden there's this job out whoop whoop and it takes you away from church and fellowship and you're like yeah but it's good money i'll set myself up for a, you know a few years set the family up mm. and if it's outside of what god wants so let me get this straight first maybe that's where god wants you to go um but if it's if you make the decision based on the money not mm. seeking God, yep. you've totally cut him out as your source because you're not trusting that. If you don't get that job with that money, you aren't going to make it. Yep. And and so this is the this is the position we're put in as Christians that, and you know Jesus said it pretty clearly, you can't serve God and money. Mm. You're going to love one and hate the other. And money is the biggest thing, I think, that that shows us where our hearts are because, you know, where your treasure is, there your heart is. That's mm. what Jesus said as well. It's like, if you can see that your treasure is in everything but God, that's where your heart is, you know, and, mm. and to follow after that. So th there's a lot to think about with this because it was a fun, it's sort of a funny message because my, really my bottom line is, hey, guys, put yourself in a position for God to bless that adds no sorrow. Yeah. But if you're poor or rich, who cares? Yeah. Are you doing what God wants? Yet, when I look at the promises of God, yeah. it's like, I want to prosper you so that you can be blessed to be a blessing. Yeah. And that the flow is through you and it's not stored up. And, mm. and that was one of the verses too about the storing up, um, which was when I read that one, that was about, um, where are we? Find it, find it. Luke twelve twenty one. A person is a fool to store up earthly wealth, but have no rich relationship with God. That, and that was about the guy who built extra barns because his crops were doing so well, and then he died, and yep. he didn't get to spend any of it. Um, but the point Jesus was making there is that guys, you're not meant to be this place where money just stops, mm. where you're storing up all this stuff. And not honouring me and not using it for good. So, yeah, the objective is never to get rich. Never. The mm. objective is to let yourself depend on God. So when we do stuff, when we look at the promises and, you know, we've got to remember God's not like a lottery or a slot machine. You're putting your money in and getting a return on mm. your investment. Um, yep. It's all about your heart Yeah. and releasing it and releasing money's control over you like so 
basically in the end if you're making decisions based on money money is your god yeah yeah that was it was it good yeah nice all right mate very good catch you next week thanks neil bye